Welcome to Sex, Love, and Psych, a podcast where I will be interviewing folks from a variety of backgrounds and perspectives to educate, inspire, and expand our worldviews. Thank you for coming on back for part two. Last week, we kind of discussed some of the opportunities you can take to teach your young ones about sex and gender and all of that. Talked about how it can be kind of awkward sometime. Uh, This episode will hop into how do we even give this talk, especially if we haven't had it yet, and what are some resources we can use. So keep tuned in and let's get to it. And then I think like the last kind of big question on my list was just like how to give the talk when you never got the talk. I know a lot of people, even my age, we never got that talk from our parents. Like maybe we got a bio class or something, but we never really had that conversation. But we want to kind of break that pattern and be able to give that talk to any children that we have. But a lot of people just don't know how to go about that. So kind of beyond, I guess, what you've already mentioned. Do you have any other advice? Yeah. Like, I also like how you talk about breaking cycles. That's really, really important. Because at, like, kind of the older thought was like if you talk to kids teenagers about sex then that means they're going to do it people mm-hmm. are engaging in sexual activity like regardless about what other people tell them what to do or what not to do right mm-hmm. you know like fear-based practices don't work and so that's actually probably some of the messages our parents or their parents got were always those fear-based things. You have sex, you're going to get pregnant, and then you're going to die. Like, <laughs> like those are the things yeah. that happen. Yeah. And so that doesn't work. So we kind of moved away from that. And yeah, actually, when young people have comprehensive sexual health information, it actually delays sexual activity. And this is uh, really recent research like 2018 to like now uh but yeah younger people are waiting till 17 18 19 20 21 to engage in sexual activity because they have all the information and they're like you know what i'm not ready for that so i'm just gonna wait and when i'm ready for it then i might engage in it i might not who knows right who knows what's gonna happen years from now so as a parent that didn't get that education, uh, yeah, again, I would say probably check in with yourself first. <laughs> and again, forgive yourself too, because it's usually not your fault you didn't get that information. And like I said, the system, the education system back in the day probably was like not helpful at mm-hmm. all. <laughs> and Technology is changing so fast too, and like trends and infections, like all that stuff is changing so, so quickly. So it's okay, again, if you don't know all that stuff. I'm definitely gonna share lots of really good resources with you, maybe at the end, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you can do your own learning like totally by yourself, like online. There's some really good websites that you can learn about this stuff. 
And then, again, take what you've learned, add your own beliefs and values to that, whatever you want to impart onto your child. And then, like, whatever it means to you and whatever you want it to mean <laughs> to your youth, uh, just kind of try to vocalize that as you can be as neutral as possible, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can be, right, as positive as possible, as negative as possible. That's honestly up to that person. But yeah, we kind of have to do our own stuff first before we can educate other people. And that's really like a lot of the stuff I've done as an educator, a lot of inner work, a lot of schooling, a lot of educating, and a lot of practice. You can practice what you want to say to your kid, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of on you, but you can totally practice that. You're also not alone. So you can ask your partner, you can ask your parents, your siblings, you can ask a friend, you can ask a sexual health educator, you can ask a counselor, you can talk to many different people about this topic and how to talk to a young person about this. Yeah. So yeah, kind of know that you're not alone in talking about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's all really good advice. So you did um, mention some resources that you'd like to share. You can go for that. Perfect. One of the things I use all the time and I want to share it to like every parent, every guardian, every teacher too. Uh, it's called teachingsexualhealth.ca. And it, it's an Alberta-based website. Uh, and it's actually like Alberta Health Services, so trusted organization. And they actually have a teacher's portal and a parent's portal. So if people are wondering what are their kids going to get taught in schools, you can check out the teacher's portal or the parents one. They kind of work together. And the parents one is really good because it's like a uh, topic by age. So kind of those skills, like what is developmentally appropriate, how you might answer questions like what's pregnancy, what's menstruation, right? Words people are hearing just like out in the world. <laughs> and they have, yeah, lots of really great ways to talk to youth about this topic. They have stuff like on sexuality, like sexual orientation, uh, they're very fact-based, science-based, obviously, and kind of like talking about your role as a parent. There's parents guides. Oh yeah, it's a really, really great resource for really everyone. And oh, in the teachers part, it has like frequently asked questions. So if you're like, what do grade seveners usually ask about? Twins usually. <laughs> so like, yeah, then you can actually answer those you can look up what they would how they would say those answers and you can just take that sometimes like if you do your kind of prep work beforehand you can just say what the trusted website says and then you don't have to like think about it 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that one, really, really good. And different provinces actually always link back to teachingsexualhealth.ca. Yeah, like a lot of them do. So it's like a, what's it called? Nationwide. Uh, one of the other great ones is actually Action Canada for Sexual Health and Rights. They have a, well, it's called Sex Positive Parenting. And so sex positivity, it's never like encouraging people to engage in sexual activity. It's always about just letting people choose what's right for them. And so it's talking about, well, what does that mean? Exploring your values. And what are our rights and our children's rights? Because having proper sexual health information is actually a human right. Because when we have that information, we can make the best and healthiest choices for ourselves, no matter what our age is. So this is a really good website and they have resources as well. At definitions, becoming a sex positive parent and 12 easy steps. A great organization that again, I always reference. Uh, another one that's like kind of Alberta BC based is SOGI123. And so SOGI just means sexual orientation, gender identity. And so it's talking about children thrive when parents and schools work together. Children have questions, you can be curious together. So it helps to answer some questions people might have uh, on that topic. And again, elementary, junior high, all of those different levels. And uh, another one, especially for younger kiddos is called maze.org a-m-a-z-e.org it's an american website but they actually have videos for people of any developmental age so like if you don't want to talk about periods then there's a whole like two three minute video on periods and like you know like the uterus has like a little smiley face and like <laughs> all that like fun stuff to make it like developmentally appropriate, but accurate and just like, maybe kids wanna watch a video instead of having a talk. So it's a new like tech way to kind of communicate with youth is like watching a video with them or you can watch the video beforehand and be like, okay, just watch this video. I don't even need to be in the room. Uh, a lot of ways we can create that safer space, use trusted resources, and yeah, have that open, honest communication with, yeah, kids, children, youth. Amazing. So that was all really great. I'm going to look up some of those resources too. I knew a couple of them already, but I'll definitely be checking those out. Um, did you, again, just want to kind of mention your, like, with consent and your kind of workshops coming up before we kind of bring this to a close? Sure, yeah. Uh, I don't really actually have any workshops coming up, but one that I'm doing right now is helping teachers out. Uh, I'm, I have a workshop at Ashfish, Alberta Society for the Promotion of Sexual Health.ca. And I'm, yeah, helping teachers to boost their confidence in teaching sexual health because most of the learning about sexual health does happen at school. 
it's all part of the curriculum. It's in grade four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, in 10, class. And so helping teachers to field questions, answer questions effectively, uh, helping them understand safer spaces and like why this stuff is important, helping to remove biases too, which is really important. Uh, and I also have another workshop with them probably next year, but it's about STI basics, sexually transmitted infection basics. And that's usually the one for like nurses or doctors, because uh, we do a lot of really good information about trends and like info on like, yeah, how to prevent this stuff, how to educate people about this stuff. And see, I think that's pretty much all the workshops I have going on. And yeah, I'm always available for workshops. Again, I'll talk to anyone who needs it. I'll answer questions, I'll provide resources. Uh, you can check out my website at with dot, nope, with dash consent dot com. Uh, you can email me at, uh, I usually answer this one first, but like my name is A-N-N-S-I-N-Y-A-R-D at gmail.com. And yeah, like that's a place where I share resources with parents. And yeah, that's a really great way to get in contact with me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your knowledge. Thanks for having me. Yeah, not a problem. And that was another episode of Sex, Love, and Psych. Thank you to my guest for their vulnerability, courage, and sharing their experience and knowledge with us. And thank you to you, my listeners, for tuning in and always being there and willing to learn.